What's up? It's Marv of the Miles Ahead podcast. And for today, I want to give my prediction for the most anticipated fight over the last 10 years. I think it's going to be better than Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. As a matter of fact, I believe that we have the modern day version of Tommy the Hitman Hearns versus Sugar Ray Leonard in terms of potential greatness that we might see this Saturday. So why miss it? This is a where were you type of moment. When these fighters grace the ring, throw counter shots, use their footwork, throw hard shots to the body and to the head, and use their boxing IQ. All for one goal, for one hand to be raised and to be called the undisputed champion of the world. So are you in? Are you in to witness the hard work dedication of Terrence Bud Crawford versus Earl the True Spence? I know I am. So let's dive into my prediction. But first, I want you guys to hit the like, comment, and subscribe. Check out the channel. Show your support. I have about 60-plus episodes on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple, and about 20-plus episodes on YouTube. Plus, then on top of that, I also have an online store that I will be dropping a link in the description. So be on the lookout for that. But before I get my prediction, I just want to talk about both fighters real quick. So we got Terrence Crawford, who is already a two-time undisputed world champion in two different weight classes. He's coming up to see Earl Spence. Okay, he's very skilled. He knows what he's doing in the ring. He has great talent, great athletic ability. Okay. He's an awesome fighter. And a lot of people, they're questioning his resume. In fact, I'm questioning his resume. Okay. He beat a Kel Brook who wasn't the same fighter at all. after Earl Spence did what he did to him. He beat Sean Porter, who is still a very good win, but he did not have that same fire as he did against Earl Spence. He didn't. And he's knocked out everybody that he's gone up against in the 147-pound division. Amir Khan, the glass jaw, okay? He beat up David Avocado recently. I believe that his resume is in question. Now, if he beats Earl Spence, 
I still believe that he still needs to build on that resume some more. Okay, because for the most part, it seems like top rank has been matchmaking him very well. Now, that does not mean that he's not skilled, but he needs to prove himself this fight. This is the ultimate fight. Okay. And Terrence Crawford, he has a tremendous amount of belief in himself. He's an awesome fighter. Okay. And, you know, he wants to make it seem like, you know, he had been chasing Earl Spence for years. In fact, that's not the case. Okay. Now, we all know that he wants it. Can he do it? I'm not doubting him. I do believe that he can bring it for sure. Okay. He has great athletic ability. He's great at countering. And he could switch from orthodox softball. He's a great fighter. But the question is, is, is his resume as soft as cottonyl tissue? Or can he make us believe that he is the one to bring down Earl Spence? Now, let's talk about Earl Spence real quick. A lot of people have been questioning Earl Spence and his greatness because of the car crash that he got into. I mean, he also recently got into a car crash, I believe last year also. This just tells me that Earl Spence should just hire a driver from now on. <laughs> Although I am aware that the second one wasn't his fault. It was somebody that was in the driver's seat that was driving the car, and he was a 14-year-old. So he should not even have been behind the wheel. But it's a lot of people who are questioning his greatness and his skill set and his boxing IQ in comparison to Terrence Crawford, who everybody believes that he has the better Boxing IQ. I mean, a lot of people have been doubting Earl Spence. From Sugar Ray Leonard, his favorite fighter of all time. He said that he would pick Mikey Garcia because he's Mikey. Not any breakdown, not any true analysis, because he's Mikey. That doesn't make any sense. As a matter of fact, Keith Thurman don't like Earl Spence. You got all the other older fighters don't like Earl Spence also. I mean, they think that he's just a basic come forward fighter. And they also believe that, you know, his resume doesn't stack up the Crawfords. So it's a lot on the line for Earl Spence. 
I mean, it's a lot of people who still believe that that car crash is potentially hindering him, that he's not the same fighter as he used to be. Despite him beating Danny Garcia, him beating Ugas, I mean, he took on some big names after that. And he's been very consistent with the way that he goes about winning his fights. I mean, he's very tactical. He's very skilled. But people, they don't want to give him credit. So this is the moment that he could solidify his name as being one of the greats of the greats. Can he do it? Can he do it? We're definitely going to have to see this as savage, for sure. If Terrence Crawford loses in this fight to Earl Spence, he's just a product of top-ranked matchmaking. But if he wins, that means that he's the man. And he's did something that Floyd has never done in terms of being a three-time undisputed world champion. As for Earl Spence on the other hand, we know about the car crash. And we also know about that time, he was somebody who was partying and drinking. So that's the reason why that he ended up going through with that car crash it getting flipped over. So now he has a second chance at life. And basically, you know, he still needs to prove that he is that guy, again, for whatever reason. And, you know, he's changed his life to be more with his family. And he's also been very good with the media. I mean, everybody, they practically know who Earl Spence is. Like, they know how good of a fighter he is. And they know about his abilities. And to me, I just think that I think that Earl Spence, he fuels the negative comments into his energy to help him to win the fights. Oh, they said I couldn't do this. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan effect. But what does this mean for Earl Spence if he wins this fight? If he wins this fight, I think that his story should go in a Netflix documentary. 
for sure. I mean, he was already on top of the world when that situation happened, when he beat Sean Porter. And then he turns around and then he beats Terrence Crawford. What can you say? You just got to acknowledge the greatness. And you got to accept that he is the number one pound for pound in the world. Now, if Earl Spence loses this fight, it's obvious that there's still a rematch clause. So I, so I would expect for him to take that. Of course I would. But if he loses this fight, this means that he got to go back to the drawing board to try to beat Terrence Crawford. And this also means that his style can be beat. This means that he isn't the top guy in that division, that he isn't the big fish. And he has been replaced by somebody who goes fishing and caught himself a big one in Terrence Crawford. And this means that this is a setback. That's what it means. You got that O that's on the line. You got the pride of both fighters. You got the pride of the training you got the pride of the training staff. You got both fan bases. In fact, in my opinion, I think whoever wins this fight, I actually believe that it's going to be a fight afterwards at the arena. Because that's how uneven both of these fans are. Okay. They just want to see it. Okay, but it's some super fans in there, for sure. And to me, you know, I think that it's definitely going to be a 50-50 fight. I mean, I heard about Terrence Crawford. He wants to go up and go against Jamel Charlo after this fight. I heard Earl Spence say he wants to go to 154. Plus, I also heard that he wants to go potentially against Canelo. We're going to see what happens. Today. Salute to both of these fighters, finally getting it done. Plus, and on top of that, they're both in their prime. So let's plunge into my prediction. 
I'm predicting that Earl Spence is going to win this fight by stoppage in the 10th round. I think that Terrence Crawford, I believe that he's going to start out slow like he normally does. Okay, to try and catch a feel for Earl Spence's timing. But I think that Earl Spence, he's going to mix it up. And I believe that he's definitely going to use his jab a lot. Okay, I think that Earl Spence, he has the best jab in boxing. And in my opinion, I think that Terrence Crawford, he is very talented. Okay, he's very skilled. And to me, I think that he gets caught a lot more. Now, let's plunge into my prediction. I'm predicting that Earl Spencer is going to win this fight by stoppage in the 10th round. I think that Terrence Crawford is going to start out slow in this fight. I do expect for Terrence Crawford to have great counters, but I think that Earl Spence, his job is definitely going to be the key factor because it's definitely going to be setting him up for a lot of different combinations pertaining to the body shots, okay, and the head shots that Terrence Crawford, I believe, is going to be receiving, okay? I think that Terrence Crawford is getting caught a lot more as he's getting older, and he can't continue to use his athleticism as much as he used to, okay? I think that Earl Spence is definitely going to be showing his boxing IQ a lot in this fight because a lot of people are doubting his IQ. And you know when it comes to Earl Spence, he likes to prove the haters wrong. So I think that he's definitely going to listen to his coach, okay? And I believe that he's going to be extremely disciplined in this fight. Remember, there's not going to be a mouthpiece issue in this fight like it was last time against Ugas, okay? Now, as far as Terrence Crawford, he's a very slick fighter, and he could fight well from both sides, orthodox and southpaw. He's very skilled, and he has great counterpunching, okay? But I think that he is definitely going to be starting out slow, trying to download, like he likes to say, and try to figure out what Earl Spence doesn't like to do. And by that time, I believe that Earl Spence will definitely be countering him and catching him because Earl Spence will be in rhythm by then. In my opinion, I don't think that Terrence Crawford has any time to wait. Okay? I don't think that he has that. And we all know about Errol Spence. He calls himself Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamental, while he referenced Terrence Crawford as Kevin Garnett. Now, we all know that Kevin Garnett was extremely talented. But a lot of people, they like to say is, Kevin Garnett, if he was on the Spurs, he would have as many championships as Tim Duncan would. In my opinion, I don't think so. I think that Tim Duncan was just as talented as Kevin Garnett was. He was. I mean, he was a better defender. And at times, he definitely was a better offensive player. 
Okay. But when it comes to Kevin Garnett, he couldn't get past the first round until he got to the Celtics. I mean, I believe he definitely did go to the conference finals in the Western Conference one time. But as far as his success prior, he just wasn't that guy. When it came to Tim Duncan, he was that guy out the gate. All right? He won a championship in his second year, and that wasn't because of Greg Popovich. And it was the same thing for the second championship. It had nothing to do with the greatness of Greg Popovich. I believe that Greg Popovich, he just accumulated the talent. But he didn't make Tim Duncan great. Tim Duncan was already great. And you could say that for a lot of these coaches. I mean, as a matter of fact, when Tim Duncan got older and then he ended up retiring, where has Greg Popovich been out of the playoffs? So do I think that it's possible that Kevin Garnett could have won championships? I do think that it's possible, but the question is how many? I don't believe that he would have won five and gone to six finals appearances. No, but I do believe that Kevin Garnett possibly would have won two or three. But in my opinion, I don't believe that there's no way that anybody would consider him the greatest power forward of all time. I think that everybody they would still consider Tim Duncan the greatest. So yeah, Tim Duncan was born, but he got the job done and he always continued to win games. And we see what things are like without a top five player in terms of in terms of Kawhi Leonard being on the Spurs or Tim Duncan being on the Spurs. They are horrific. Now they gotta see if they're gonna be able to turn it around with Victor Wimpenyama. But I digress. Let's get back to this fight. So like I said, I believe that Tim Duncan is still more talented than Kevin Garnett. In terms of this situation, I believe that Earl Spence is actually more talented than Terrence Barber Crawford. You know what everybody was saying was, I don't know if Earl Spence can beat Terrence Crawford after the car accident. They always kept on using that as an excuse. 
I mean, how does that make any sense? Why is it that the car accident is still being used as a potential reason for not to take Earl Spence? I mean, I get it for the betting lines, but I don't understand it for when it comes to this fight. I mean, Earl Spence, he's going up against the better competition. I mean, he beat Kell Brook when he was a champion. He's beat everybody when they were a champion. Terrence Crawford, he beat Kell Brook when he was basically about to retire. Sean Porter did retire after that fight. They weren't the same fighters. And I think that Earl Spence, he's definitely going to be punishing the body of Terrence Crawford. And he's definitely going to be showing that he is the bigger fighter. Okay. Now, do I expect for Terrence Crawford to catch Earl Spence slipping with some shots? Of course. Of course, he's a great fighter. And who has the better chin? In my opinion, I think it's Earl Spence. We haven't seen Earl Spence get truly hurt. I mean, a lot of people, they want to use that as ugas for him potentially hurting Earl Spence. But we saw what happened. His mouthpiece fell. I mean, we saw what happened. His mouthpiece fell. And yes, he was buzzed. But that doesn't mean that he was hurt. Plus, and on top of that, even in that round, he still dominated Ugas. We saw Terrence Crawford get dropped by Igus Cavalastas. We saw him get hurt by Gamboa. I mean, Terrence Crawford, I mean, he's been trying to, you know, boost up his opponents. But in the end, who are they really? This is the best fighter that Terrence Crawford has been up against. And I believe that the best fighter in terms of Earl Spence being the great, being the great that he is in the welterweight division is going to take down the person who's coming up from 140, from 135. Because there's no adjustment for Earl Spence in terms of him trying to adjust to the weight. And I think that Earl Spence would knock out everybody that Terrence Crawford went up against in the welterweight division. Except for Sean Porter, because Sean Porter, I mean, we know what happened with Sean Porter. His father stopped the fight. 
I think it's potential that Sean Porter could have won that fight. But in that situation, his father probably did not want to see his son go out in terms of him being a meme or him, you know, potentially going through even worse damage. Because prior to that fight, Sean Porter, he was already slurring his words a little bit. So I don't believe that he wanted to see his son go through more damage in terms of Kenny Porter, the father. And I understand that. And, you know, Terrence Crawford, he's one of the great finishers. And, he, and if he sees a weakness or if he sees something coming, you can definitely expect for him to be able to capitalize on that. And Sean Porter, I mean, he had great footwork in that fight. And to me, I feel like if he would have had more power, he would have won that fight or potentially stopped Terrence Crawford. But he did it. And when it comes to Earl Spence, we know him as the eye snatcher. Just look at everybody who's had issues with their eyes after they're going up against Earl Spence. We could go from Chris Algieri to Floyd Mayweather to Kel Brook to Ugas to Danny Garcia to Lamont Peterson. I think that Terrence Crawford is next. Now, does Earl Spence have any weaknesses? He does, like all fighters do. Earl Spence's weaknesses, sometimes he could be overreaching when he's throwing his punches. Another weakness is, is he uses the elbow shield, which that's not always good. Okay, he could get caught with an overhand or a one-two if he's trying to block that. Now, are there any weaknesses in Terrence Crawford's game? Again, Terrence Crawford, he has that brawl, you versus me mentality in terms of him trying to dog it out. You know, let's see who's the bigger dog in terms of trying to win the fight and stick to the game plan. So that's his issue. He does get caught. We saw what happened to his eye against Kell Brook from just throwing jabs. Now he was able to stop Kell Brook. But again, Kell Brook was catching him and and his eye ballooned up. So I think that Earl Spence, he's going to bring the pressure in this fight. He's going to bring the volume. He's going to bring the great jab. The footwork's going to be there. And as for Terrence Crawford, I think that he's going to bring his timing. I believe that he's going to bring his great counter-punching ability. 
Earl Spence, he's already acclimated to the division. Terrence Crawford, this is the first time that he's going up against somebody who is fully acclimated to this division. That, that doesn't mean that none of his opponents weren't, okay? But, again, as far as, you know, this person being, you know, well in this division in terms of never leaving it, in terms of Errol Spence, you got to go there with them. You got to give Earl Spence the edge. Then you got the body work of Earl Spence that he's going to be put in on Terrence Crawford. Can Terrence Crawford handle that pressure? We all know about the wrestling background, but there's no pin down and one, two, three in boxing. It's just not. And we know that Terrence Crawford is strong. He is. He's very strong. I mean, I saw him deadlift about 500 pounds. And I also believe that Derek James is going to have a great game plan for Earl Spence as well to win this fight. And, you know, he's the two-time trainer of the year. As for Terrence Crawford, I believe that it could potentially be some lapses with his trainer. Okay, it could potentially be a back and forth when it comes to, you know, being mad at each other at something that, you know, one might see. And we've seen Terrence Crawford's trainer try to downgrade Earl Spence when it comes to Earl Spence's capabilities, his resume. I mean, Earl Spence, for the most part, like I said, he just takes that all in. <laughs> and then he brings it forth when the fight comes. I mean, we saw what happened with Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia, he hasn't been the same. Pretty much everybody who goes up against Earl Spence, they're not the same. So do I expect for Terrence Crawford to be the same after this fight? I don't. And can Terrence Crawford outbox Earl Spence? Plus, another thing that goes in Terrence Crawford's favor is his long arms. I believe that he has a two to maybe about one inch reach advantage over Earl Spence. And I do believe that could potentially bring some problems towards Earl Spence's way. Now, we know that Earl Spence is maybe about an inch to an inch and a half taller than Terrence Bell Crawford. 
I also believe that something else is that is an advantage of Terrence Crawford is his timing. I think I said it previously, like, you know, he has great footwork. And that's something that could definitely, you know, disrupt Earl Spence, especially when it comes to Earl Spence trying to stay in volume and in rhythm. And when it comes to Terrence Crawford, right, he could take on the mindset of him being so much more talented and him believing that he has so much of a higher boxing IQ than Earl Spence does to the point where he will all of a sudden just forget about the fundamentals. And that's where I believe that Earl Spence will fully take advantage of that because that's all he uses for the most part is his fundamentals. Now he does have some things in his game that makes him way more difficult to deal with. But when it comes to but when it comes to people who are extremely talented at something, they believe that you know, they could just take a shortcut instead of just doing the more disciplined thing, the more logical thing at that moment. So I believe that that could definitely be Terrence Crawford's downfall in this fight. And what makes this bigger than Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather, other than the money that Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather were able to receive from this fight and the amount of viewership that was coming from this fight in terms of those two fighters, we all knew that coming into that fight that Floyd Mayweather was going to win that fight. I mean, he was just a smarter boxer. I mean, he had the higher boxing IQ. I mean, his defense and him utilizing his jab and being able to avoid Manny Pacquiao's punches, all that stuff was something that was definitely going to happen no matter when Floyd Mayweather took on Manny Pacquiao. It didn't matter if it was five years prior. It doesn't matter if it was this year. I mean, it doesn't matter even if they had first both started boxing. Floyd Mayweather, he would have won that fight 10 out of 10 times because of how skilled he was. Now, we all know that 
Manny Pacquiao, he's extremely talented and he's extremely dogged in terms of his determination. But his skills just fall short of Floyd Mayweather, way short. And the way that Manny Pacquiao built his name up was by beating Floyd Mayweather's leftovers. So he beat up Ricky Hatton. He beat up Oscar De La Hoya. He beat up Shane Mosley. And then that's how he ended up building his name. And then everybody, they ended up believing that Manny Pacquiao is the hero. And the fact that Floyd Mayweather, his marketing tactic was, I didn't care if you saw me win or lose. You're here to see me fight. And the fact that you want to see me lose is going to definitely have you more and more intrigued. Even though you can't crack this Da Vinci code that Floyd Mayweather had, you're still going to watch me fight. So it was the brilliant marketing strategy of Floyd Mayweather, not to mention the way that he trash talks. He made himself the villain. And plus, that ended up making them both so much money, it wasn't even funny. So you got to give it up to Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. But I will say this, neither one of them were in their prime. And Manny Pacquiao, he didn't have a zero on his loss record. See, I can understand that that was happening. But no, it didn't. So that's exactly why this fight, in my opinion, is going to eclipse the Floyd Mayweather versus the Manny Pacquiao fight. And I just think that it's going to be far more excitement. These guys are not too far apart in age. And they both have something to prove. Plus, they have something to gain. And when you bring up these two fighters and their names, Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford, we know who they are. I mean, we definitely knew who Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao was. And in this case, we know who Earl Spence is a little bit more than we know Terrence Crawford. But I also feel like the fact that social media is playing a huge part pertaining to the promotion of this fight, it just makes it even bigger. Okay, you got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, 
talking about this fight over and over and over again. And now it's four days away. What can I say? I'm ready to watch that fight. So to me, like I said before, so to me, that's why I believe that this fight is actually bigger than Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. And as I have already described, who I'm going to be going with for this fight, I'll say it again, just in case you didn't hear me. Earl Spence by TKO in the 10th round. So that's my prediction. Have a good one.